Alright guys, welcome back. This is the Green Mountain Roundup. I'm Ernesto Sanchez. I'm here with Marty Griffin and John Downing. Special guest Liam Barnett. Yo. And this is our 2018 MLB Playoff Preview. Right. So much to talk about. <laughs> Alright, so well, we had the two wild card games today. Game number one, the Milwaukee Brewers going to Chicago. And after spending half the summer running them down, they finally caught them the other day, and today they defeated them, and Milwaukee captures their first NL Central crown since 2011. 3-1, right? 3-1 to one nice. with the victory. So they move on. The Cubs now face the elimin- in the elimination uh, first wild card game tomorrow night, and they were to play the loser of the Colorado Rockies at LA Dodgers, who played today for the NL, NL West crown. The result of that game is 3-1, to one, LA Dodgers. So the Rockies now five, play. Five two Dodgers, wasn't it? Five two. Three to one. Good. Thank you for correcting me. Three to one was the score of the Brewers over the Cubs. Five to two was the score of the Dodgers over the Rockies today. So that sets up tomorrow night's game, the NL Wild Card, which is Colorado Rockies at the Chicago Cubs, eight p.m. Hometown kid Kyle Freeland versus John Lester. Game line is Cubs minus one thirty. Over under of seven and a half. So, what are your thoughts on the games, guys? Over under is seven and a half. Combined points scored. Combined runs. No way. That's amazing. That's the NL. I believe it's the. I just believe that's going to. I mean, sure. Today you you got eight in the first game was the over under. Seven in the in the Dodgers game was the over under. I just. I mean, I know the Rockies aren't playing at home, but it's still Nolan Arenado's team. It's still got Trevor Story on. Like, like these. I don't know. I guess. That, to me, could be why the Cubs have the, the, the betting advantage in this because they think it's going to stay a lower-scoring game. I think if this game scores over 10 points, the Rockies probably win. I agree, I agree with that. Um, so we seem to think as a group that the Cubs are going to win. Um, how can the Rockies go in there and win? The same way the Rockies win every game they win, just bombing too many home runs. But can you they, know, like at, any, at any given day, they could, they could crank five, and they're going to win any they're going to beat any team in the league. Like, But are they going to be able to do that on the road outside of Coors Field with that thin air? I think when you know, like, the chips are against you in a lot of ways, you're going to swing free or you're going to throw harder. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Like, you're, you, this team's going to throw the house, you know, at the Cubs tomorrow, and they're, they're just going to try to – I don't think it's going to be small ball whatsoever on the offensive side. So something Rockets. I've always investigated and we played with in MLB DFS is the negative and positive park shift aspect. So when a team goes two cores after playing, say, somewhere, say that team had played in Chicago, then they go two cores field, they experience positive park shift and yep. the air differential and the balls tend to fly. Right. Specifically in the second and third games. But it also has a, there's a negative park shift aspect. So a team like the Rockies, who had been at home for the last seven days, and now they go to L.A. today, only put up two runs, now they go to Chicago. So now they're feeling the effects of the negative park shift. So. Yeah. yeah, but that's also an effect that they have to cope with 50, 60 times a year. Or you're not yep. lift, uh, yep. You know, it, it's, it's, it's one thing to be a team that plays 150 games outside of cores or 100, whatever it would be for a non-division opponent, like uh, 146 games not in Coors Field, and then you have to play six there. And that's a, that's, that's a big shift. But, like, if you've been playing for the Rockies for a few years, you've you got to kind of at one point, you got to kind of get used to the the going back and forth between the thinner and the and the thicker air. 
I, I don't think that I, I, I completely agree with the the mile high stigma on like their home run totals over the year and stuff like that. I think that the game to game difference between cores and not cores for the Rockies players is overblown. I think they they perform better outside of cor- of cores than than common wisdom believes that they do. I just think you that need- said, the Cubs are going to win this game <laughs> most likely. Uh, I think they should be scared because if there's if 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 there's a team for a one game upset it's in that, that league, it's, that it's the Rockies. Right. The same way, if there's a team for a one game upset in the American League, it's uh, it's uh, Oakland, which is why I think these will be the most interesting wild card games I've seen in a while. But I I, I think I think uh, at the end of the day the big dog is probably going to win in both of So we're all, all of all the uh, same similar opinion here that the Cubs advance. Cubs yeah. advance. Yeah. I mean, Cubs advance. The only way yeah. if... Got a clean sweep here for 4-0. Four, four yeah. Cubs so advance. Good. Okay, so we're, we're placing the Cubs to move on, and they will play the Milwaukee Brewers in the division round. Milwaukee obviously has a home field advantage on that one. Let's move on to the AL Wild Card Wednesday night, which is the Oakland A's at the New York Yankees. Again, starters haven't been announced for this one. It's presumed to be either Mike Fires or Edwin Jackson against J.A. Happ of the Yankees as of right now. Um, I also saw a potential bullpen game maybe for the bullpen A's. Bullpen game. I, I just think maybe they're going to have the starter come in and if there's any signs of any life by the Yankees whatsoever, then it turns into a this bullpen be game. I think a, they want to get a little bit out of the starter if they can. I think between two teams, you're looking at at least eight to nine pitcher changes at tops. But Happ's been good. Happ has been good. That's why they want them. Yeah, Yank. Uh, I mean, the Yankees. The Yankees can change pitchers more than anybody else right. in the league. Like, just fans. the fact that they're in, just the fact that they're in the game means that there's going to be. I, side note: yeah. as Sox fans, we want Hap pitching in that game on Wednesday night, not Game right. One on Friday. Very true, because he has pitched very well against the Sox over the years. But anyway, let's get back into this A's Yankees game. Who do we have for winner in this game? It's a tough call, right? I'm. I don't know, I'm taking I'm, Yankees confidently in this one. Confidently, yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel am, like they have all I the pieces going, to win this. I feel similarly about this one as I as I do the National League. I think they should be scared. I think. I think if the wild card game was five or even three games, I don't think there's a chance in hell that Oakland's would come out with it. But to they can win the, but, the one game. but but to rally for that one game, like no team makes lemonade the way. The athletics do, no. you know, like they don't have they don't have nearly the talent on the field that the Yankees do. But God damn it, like they just they have their seasons where they become the so much more than the sum of their parts. And I don't, I I, I don't know how they do it. God bless but them. Once for the it. playoffs hit, they always turn back into. Oh yeah! As soon as they get into a five-game yeah. series, they're gonna lose. They might come. They might come out of this wild card with a thrilling win. I don't think they take five. Who are the difference the makers Sox. if the A's win? Eyes. Against left-hander J.A. Happ in Yankee Stadium. Chris Davis. Matt Chapman, Jed Lowry. I mean, is Chris Davis hitting a home run considered to be a difference? I think, I think if there's a difference maker, it's, it's going to have to be their pitching. I think, okay. I, think, I think that the... Can we I trust think that guys the, like Rodney and Juries Familia in Yankee Stadium against that Yankees lineup? I don't think I mean, so. You can never trust Fernando I mean, Rodney, period. But sometimes, if you do it anyway, he shows up and he pitches. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I, I think that this is this is one of those like the stars would have to align, but 
this could be a really fun upset. Uh, I personally want the Yankees to win because as a Red Sox fan, that was my next the playoffs the playoffs aren't the playoffs to me unless unless we get to kick the Yankees out of it. But so there's like, there a part of you that fears if we lose to the Yankees, it's going to be that make that this season. I think we have a smaller chance disaster. against the Yankees than we do against Agreed. the A's. I think I, I still would like our chances against New York. I think that our chances are better against Oakland. So. Yankees are not fundamentally sound. They don't play good deep field, infield defense, the catcher position. He's one of the worst defensive catchers in the yeah. league. They get but tight. They, they get deep, tight. They DH him. That means they're going to lose either Hicks or um, McCutcheon's bat in the lineup. So they're probably going to have to put him at catcher, it seems like. So can a pitcher trust him to bury one of their breaking pitches in the dirt and that he's going to stop it if there's a runner on base? I think one plus that they, that they have is that the A's aren't really a running team. They're more of a station-to-station team. So mm-hmm. they don't have to worry too much about the pressure of Sanchez losing a ball. Yeah. And, I think that, that, that I think that fear is going to creep into their minds a little bit. I think you're right. It, it, uh, it's, it's probably going to end up playing itself out more in the pitcher's mind than it will on the field. I'm not I'm not going to chalk Sanchez up for four errors in a, in, in the postseason, but yeah, maybe maybe they maybe they don't bite as hard on a slider because they know who their backstop is. But also at the end of the game, at the end of the day. He's got a very good chance of producing a lot more runs than he loses. Yeah, I think you know, anything in the AAL is going to be proven to like the pressure on the pitching to come through. What team like rises? What team falls? I just feel like you expect any one of those teams in the AL to produce runs or to get hot and those bats fire off. So we expect close games in both these wild card games, but we expect that the Cubs will prevail and that the Yankees are going to prevail. I think. So. I feel I, less I think, certain about the Yankees. Yeah. Well, um, I think if you get well, Yankees yeah. in a low-scoring, tight, late-inning game, we've seen, like you talked about, fielding errors, lone saves by Ronis, which you haven't seen. That was, like, one of the best games I watched Britain live. Hasn't been right. Chapman hasn't been as good this year. Yeah, Chapman blew one of the biggest games against Boston earlier this year. Went to that game, you know, in the eighth inning, just gave up three runs and just yeah. walked away. Like, I... That team seems fragile in those tight, late-inning games. I mean, sure, Araldis Chapman base. seems right. fragile because the only thing that you can compare him to is what Araldis Chapman used to be. Right. But, like, he's, still he good. still has melted. Yeah. I feel like he and Craig Kimbrell have melted down a, a comparable number of times, and, and, right. and we don't talk about the demise of Craig Kimbrell the same way. Okay. Araldis Chapman used to just be perfection, and now he's not anymore, so it feels... Not 100%. Yeah. I think we all know just the AL. We've talked but about yeah, it for got... weeks. Like, it's just going to be, like, it's anybody's game. So let's move on. Fire. So let's move on. So, we got, so let's, uh, let's get into these division series now, based on our predictions here. So now we have the, Do- the Dodgers. We have the Atlanta Braves, the NL East champs, who are going to go to play the Dodgers. Okay? And so that's a five-game series. Opens at LA. Uh, LA's got home field advantage. Who do we like there? I have to. I have to say Dodgers. I love the Braves. I loved watching the Braves this year. They needed home they field, always, in my opinion. They, they needed like, home field in this as a young team. I think. Do you think I so? Think yeah. Oh uh, man, they needed home field to have a better chance. Even home field, I don't think was going to do it for them. Yeah. They've got. Uh, you know, they're they're probably the only team. In the same conversation as uh, as the Yankees, as far as the talent that they're going to grow into that they already have on the field, um, 
and it pains me to say that the Sox aren't in that. Like, you know, I love I love Mason Benintendi and all, but these these guys have it all over the field mm-hmm. in in uh, Atlanta. Obviously, the name that jumps off the page is Acuna Jr. Yeah, but Yo- Yo- Johan Camargo has really come on in the Albies second half of the season. Again. Yeah, Albies has shown what he can do. He kind of faded away, but man, like you know, someday soon, some year soon, maybe not next year, probably maybe next year. To Definitely me, the year after that, man. The, that, that team is going to be humming, but I don't, me, I don't trust them in the playoffs yet. The difference for me, if the Braves are to do this or to make the upset, it would be on the vets. You would be leaning on guys such as Freddie Freeman, Marquecas. Nick Marquecas, and Andrew yeah. Ciardet. Can we get to Nick, a shout-out for to Nick, Nick Marquecas, the ageless one? Because, yeah. I, man, one, Nick Marquecas' quote-unquote prime was spent on an Orioles team that was almost good enough. For like three, right. four years, they got up and coming Machado. They got vintage Crush Davis. They've got prime Andrew uh, uh, Adam yeah, Jones. Jones. I yeah. always try and say Andrew Jones. Uh, and you know, the, uh, you know Machado's rookie contracts coming up. They start trying to free up some book space to maybe get him signed again. And Marquez becomes a victim, and he goes to a basement dweller yeah. in the NL East where it's supposed to be the Nationals division penciled in for the next seven years, and he ends up to go on to be the cleanup hitter and veteran core presence on one of the most exciting young teams. But we're looking for winners here. Is he going to help Atlanta win? He could. Not enough. (laughs) Not against those Dodgers, man. The Dodgers scare me more than any other team in this postseason, truthfully, because... Who's the Dodgers MVP in the first round? Oh, Tough call, right? You You can give me two or three if you feel like two or three. Um. Okay, if they steamroll, I think their uh, their MVP is probably uh, either Justin Turner or uh, or Cody Bellinger. Mm, safe bet and a risky bet. If they go five, I think it's because Walker Bueller wins two games and he's their MVP. So the series starts Thursday, or I think Thursday or Friday, and I'm not sure if he'll get two games in. I'm not sure, but I mean, but like, but but but, I like but, but imagine, imagine, imagine the the just just fantasy for a second. Yeah. Uh, Kershaw starts game one. Yep. He like does that Kershaw thing where he's not Clayton Kershaw in the playoffs <laughs> right. for some yeah. reason. We don't know why, but he's not. He also hasn't really been. Cur- Clayton Kershaw this year. He has been a very... Freeman and Marquecas at lefties well. He's been, he has absolutely been ace-worthy, but again, like the Eraldis Chapman thing, he hasn't been Clayton Kershaw, so it seems like a little shine's come off him. And if the Clayton Kershaw he was couldn't be, like, had a problem being successful in the postseason, you can't say that's gone. Right. I'm not saying for sure he's going to be garbage, but you, you can't call him a, a lock to win his game. So if Kershaw struggles, Bueller has a beautiful game... And then they split the next two, and you got to pick which pitcher to double up on in the fifth game. It might be Walker Bueller. Yeah. It really could be, man. That kid is special. Like we, we, I don't think it's been talked about enough how how reliable he has been in his rookie season. Like as as rookies, we talk, we always talk about like the the ceiling that we see. I was telling Christina today that if the Dodgers win the World Series. Walker Bueller's going to have a big hand. Yeah, absolutely. He could be the he's, wild card for the whole playoffs. He's a very playoffs. scary X-factor for He could me. be the X-factor for the whole playoffs. But, but, but uh, to, to, to that point, the, the, we talk so much about, to, about rookie ceiling, and you know, all we have to see 
is flashes of potential to get really excited about somebody. I am trying to remember the last time I saw a rookie with Walker Bueller's floor. Yeah. That kid is incredible. In addition to being... And he wants the moment, too. Yeah, you see absolutely. Him, he wants that moment, and that's something you don't see, especially from young guys. Yeah. So I think I think uh, I think Acuna probably shows some flashes of why he's going to be an MVP someday. I don't know if the Camargos and the and the Newcombs of the world. How many games I do love me some Duke Duke Newcomb. I th- I think the Braves take a game in the series. Okay. I think one it game. goes. I think it goes Los Angeles okay. and so four. we got Dodgers one all around here. Dodgers at home. We are clean sweeping it. Dilly dilly. All right, let's get to the the other (laughs) national. So the Dodgers move on to the NL Championship Series. And the other one, we have the well-known teams to each other. We have the Cubs playing at the Milwaukee Brewers in a five-game series that starts at Miller Field. Go Brewers. Yeah, don't don't care who wins the the wild card game. The winner, the Brewers win. Yeah. Really? I don't know who wins this Cubs-Brewers series. I don't. I'm having a tough time with it. So we we talk a lot... The, especially since the the wild card and statement, and everybody like suddenly we had the the numbers to say like wow like the wild card wins the World Series a surprising like yeah. statistically anomalous no- amount of the time. Yeah. So we're all very hip to this like you got to play your best baseball at the right time. Uh, you know, get coming in coming yeah. in with a streak, coming in with confidence, coming in with swagger, Bullpen. and and how and how swagger and timely streaks can take a team that doesn't have as much talent and put them over a team that does have more talent. And then the funny thing about the Brewers is that they're playing timely and they have more talent on the field. Okay, so they got MVP, Yelich. 13 wins They've in the got last 20. Another Talking wild card. Hard. Yeah. They have uh, Josh Hader. Travis Shaw. Other, one of the biggest weapons since we have seen since we saw Wade Davis win Kansas yeah. City the World Series a couple yeah. years ago. But they have one of the biggest questions of all these teams in the playoffs. That is the starting rotation. Right. They have have one double-digit winner, right? Yeah. 15 games. They got to start with Wade Miley, right? Does that make you feel good as a Brewers fan? No, it doesn't. No, I don't think it's going to be Wade Miley. I think it's going to be Gio Gonzalez. Gio Gonzalez just pitched Sunday. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah. Okay, you might be right. You might be right. I think that... Uh, I think that the offense that they have assembled and the and the streak <laughs> that they have uh, been going on, they came in. If I'm not mistaken, uh, they've won 23 out of their last 30 games. Yeah, only seven losses in the last. last you agree this is a tough 20. series call, right? This is a tough one. The it's Cubs have easy. that Cubs. You're, ta- you're talking about an hour and a half I drive. This is going to be a they bitter fight. Uh, grit that Cubs team. They're not old. They have won. They do, but yeah, they, this is the same situation as in 2015. The the when they did when they did the Pirates in when it was like the Jake Arrieta show. Just looked like a panther on the mound. Like first pitch goes out. But they hadn't like, won. Right, but the Cubs had lost. not won. Now they'll all those guys have won together. Right. And they've That's matured. True. So yeah, even though so they so did win the division, but is, I still see more fire in the last 20 games this season in the Brewers than I've seen in the Cubs. I see that. I feel that. Yeah, of how they play and just how so like it carries also, out the also, game. You can't you can't discount how much of their effort in winning their first World Series came from that hunger. Like maybe maybe they're not the same team without that inferiority. Let's complex. also talk about some of the guys the Milwaukee Brewers have on their squad now: Lorenzo Cain, champion. Yeah, Michael Stockis, champion. Yeah, they brought in some guys who have won now. So. I feel like that might help them a little bit too. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think, I think it definitely gets them through the first round. Uh, that would be our 
the owner of the venue, we are uh, uh, <laughs> sitting broadcasting in from a closed restaurant. Yeah, and they've got one of these weird uh, cameras that you uh, set up in your home so you can talk to your dogs and freak them the fuck out. <laughs> um, so that's what that. And was. they've been drinking and singing karaoke at home. That's proven. Yep. Yes. Facts. Oh, can confirm. All right. Somebody text him and tell him to stop. <laughs> Actually, that might make it worse. Yeah. Okay, possible. so let's move on. So we let's have. Let's ask him what he thinks. So we have the <laughs> the Brewers playing the Dodgers. The Dodgers, uh, Milwaukee has home field advantage, so the Dodgers are going to have to go to Miller Park for two games. Well, let's move on to the American League before we call those winners. Okay. Now we have the Yankees, Red Sox. Let's get into that. Oh, this is this is the fun one, isn't it? Is this where is this where Johnny plays Chicken Little? I just don't. Oh, yeah. Is there a way that we can pause this? No. Well, no. Okay. All right, let's talk about it. Okay, so this is my concern, and I've been envisioning this, and it's causing me lack of sleep. And I told you guys this earlier. Sale, we don't know what we're going to get from Sale. All we've seen is the diminished velocity. Okay, so he's going to pitch game one on Friday. That's been announced against the Yankees, who have all these right-handed power bats. And that diminished velocity, yes, the slider plays in the playoffs, but he's going to have to throw that an awful lot, and those fastballs might get hit. The Orioles hit him up a little bit. If they don't win game one, if Red Sox lose game one, I feel like we're in some serious trouble. So that puts a lot of pressure on Sale and the team in game one. Because if we go into game two on Saturday with David Price, who is 0-8, career in his playoffs tenure, pitching at home in Fenway against the Yankees, who, by the way, also own David Price. He calls Gary Sanchez daddy, by the way, in case you didn't know that. I think we all know Gary Sanchez has owned him. So are we saying that... Do we have any confidence in David Price as a Red Sox fan winning game two? And then what if we're down 0-2, we go to Yankee Stadium. I think we say, even though 2004 happened and we won four in a row, this no, is a different year. That won't happen. I Yankees don't won't see the Red happen. Sox pulling off three in a row, two of which would be in Yankee Stadium. 0-2, you don't, you don't survive. Oh, 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 oh. You, pred- you predicated this on an 0-2 loss very quickly. Well, I just... Okay, all right, let's, these talk, are my about, concerns. let's talk about the sale thing. Yes, of course. Uh, one more Every concern. Fan. One more concern. So, Betts and J.D. Martinez. I feel like if, they, if those two guys are neutralized which they, maybe they can be because the Red Sox lineup isn't up to par or as good as some of the other lineups that in the playoffs. I feel like the Betts and Martinez have to be Betts and Martinez. Like, like Ramirez well, well, and Ortiz were Ramirez and Ortiz. Yeah. Betts and Martinez have to be Betts and Martinez. They Name can't two more consistent players this year. I can't. Like, not even on the same team. Just name two more consistent players. No, absolutely not. But I'm also speaking as a Red Sox fan who has seen the Red Sox go one and six the last two years in the playoffs. They've got ambushed. Ambushed in the first inning. They've gotten ambushed by Cleveland two years ago, by Houston last year. Okay, and then we combine Porcello, Sale, and Price. Their playoff record as starters is 0-11 with a 6.18 ERA combined. These are my That sucks. Yeah. And then throwing the Red Sox bullpen. We didn't even talk about that issue. Because it's the hugest issue going into this series. That's a no. Yeah. All right. There's no way. Okay, if, so that's what I'm concerned about. If we go down, if we're, if we're, I think if we're under, we're losing, we're down by two runs going into the sixth or seventh inning, we are screwed in a lot of ways. We had to go into that bullpen, bullpen by, by the sixth inning. I think we're just going to suffer. I don't think we have anybody that can carry us out of that hole. I mean, the bats can get going, but we've shown that we can take the lead again, but just lose it in the next inning in those late innings because there's nobody that you can survive on in that Gosh. bullpen. 108 fucking wins. 
I got that it. Like, okay, I'm, not, I'm sick of this. I'm fucking sick of this phenomenon, all right? We are given too much time to think about ourselves, all right? If the, if the Red Sox fans and the Red Sox media have a close division race to write about, they get to be real positive, and they talk about the things that we're doing right and the chances that we have. If I've watched we, these if things we are, myself. If we are out, You've yes, inherited these things, things happen. Things happen. They don't happen every year, though. When we are out of a division race, obviously the, the dialogue becomes very negative. That's understandable because we're out of the division race. However, there's also this fun layer where if we clinch too early, instead <laughs> of the news cycles being about how amazing we are, it's just we're left alone in this room. I want to be all and in. And we all immediately uh, Nobody freak wants to be out. more all every, in than me. Every nobody. article is about how we're going... To ruin it. All right, this is a team that's on cruise control. Zuway Lin has been getting starts at, uh, at third base. We've been resting everybody. The reason that we're worried about Sale right now is because he has been getting so much rest for a minor injury that he would have played through What about the diminished velocity? But I don't think it's start. Okay. I was talking, I was talking yes, about Yes, absolutely. Rust is rust, and, and it might even be a physical issue. However, the reason I'm not worried about Chris Sale, beyond the fact that he's just like, look in his eyes, the man competes. When the lights go on, he's going to be there. But he ran out of the steam he's last year against the Astros. Yes, okay, so him let's, over the say, let's say he's diminished, he's diminished velocity. What are you going to do? He did that for two full seasons in Chicago. He intentionally dropped his average fastball speed by two miles per hour almost because they came to him and they said, we need you to eat up more innings. Our bullpen is dog shit. But at and this he point, did don't it, we want that And he still started back? the All-Star game. This guy has intentionally played with a handicap on his fastball, and he still started the All-Star game. And he, he jacked knows... it up to 98, 99, 100 miles an hour. Yeah. When did he... that hurt him? Did that, was that what got him hurt this year? Overextending himself in that game? I don't think I don't he's know. really that hurt. Injuries happen. I think, I think Cora is being... I think Cora put him in bubble wrap when it was, when it was clear that we had the division. Like so I told you, not... seen, and they've shown in the, since his last start is that he's not getting the extension that he usually gets on the fastball. He's releasing it earlier. And that, okay. that, so that's decreased his velocity. When, he, when he's at his best and he's getting the 98-99, it's like six inches more further out his, his left arm is when it's to the, closer to the plate. And that's, that sounds something like something that, he'll correct with film. Have, well, whatever it was, he threw the, the aggressive bullpen today. We yeah. don't know how it went. We can just pray. He could be oh, working on I different release you, points as well. I wish all of you could have seen Johnny's form just now. He looked like a Fleer baseball coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Of Kirby Puckett? Yeah. <laughs> wow. There it is. You remember Kirby Puckett? Oh, I love Kirby Man, Puckett. Man, that serious guy. Hero, Kirby <laughs> Great sense of smell. All right, so move on. We have to call this series, guys. Uh, I, I still think the Red Sox have it. I, I, at the end of the day... Uh, the last time we saw this team play, when there were any cards left on the table, who were the they, three guys that do it? They were tantalizing. They were for our humming, team, man. For the Red Sox, Betts, Price. Interesting. Yep, I think Price steps up. I, I'm a big believer, in, and I'll eat my words I mean, if that I, time comes. Kimball made me feel good in his last start. He looked really yeah. good, but he better carry that over because he hasn't been good in pressure either. So I say. Bets price and uh, let's throw a real outsider in there and just steps up and finds a shining moment. Brock Holt. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Brock Holt. I oh love my him. God. God bless he's that kid this year. He's still my beating heart. Brock Holt. Yeah. Devers. I love this guy. Devers. I'm going for Bogart. Yeah, he's hot going. Actually, he's hot Bogart. going in too. Uh, I. I uh, obviously. I mean, Bets. I don't think Bets is going to have a bad series. I think. Um, I think he shows up to 
every big moment uh, uh, better than last time. I just think that with the expectations that we have for Mookie Betts, uh, statistically, what would it take for him to have a, an unexpectedly good series? I just think that little things, like stealing the base, extending the play, yeah, diving the, for the guys those, down, those, those, those are status quo Those are things Mookie you Betts. do, like, but what I'm just is... saying it's just that much more like amazing when it's in the moment that you just need yeah. that moment to happen. I think he's going to step up in that, in that, that limelight and just shine. And I, I'm a big believer that... Jackie Bradley, any factor uh, on the offensively? If, offensively? Well, yeah, I, I, very possible, but, but mostly because we're expecting nothing from him. Again, this is all like relative to right. expectations. Like, no, he's ex- been good we, in the second half. I'm expecting a little bit of something from him. Yeah. I think he's always playing off the dictation of how, like, how the other team is hitting. I mean, how the rest of the team is hitting as well. I think if the team is at an attrition and they just can't find hits or runs, he just kind of stays in that ripple effect with the team. I think he can be, get hot later on as well, though. We got Ernesto. Um... I think I think the um, what are the what are the regular season series stats between the Yankees and the Red Sox one ten Yankees one nine. So yeah, I mean it really bears itself out over time. That's one of the things that you love about baseball is what teams are does. That bear split itself. was also a lot better before the division became a foregone conclusion, and true. the Yankees would still true. had their their foot on the gas pedal when try, the Red Sox did not. I hope the Red Sox win. But I, the realist in me is saying... We're not talking about hope. We're talking about... Don't expect this to happen. Well, we're making consensus It just blows my so. mind you say that, though. This is like one of the most exciting teams we've seen ever. Not yeah, just in Red Sox, just in baseball. It was a great regular season. I, I, had I mean, they I, had just a, I enjoyed every minute of it. I enjoyed every minute of it. All the great plays, everything. I enjoyed it all. But I just don't feel like my one good negative, enough. My one negative is the bullpen, but I don't think that it's going to be... The deciding factor. I, I just think this team is hot. They're loose. They're young. They're fun. I think. I think Boston comes out on this. I, I do. Even Cora said the other day that now what we've done in the regular season means nothing. Everyone knows why I'm here and what we're here for, and it's time for us to win the playoffs. And only John could be not inspired by that. I'm gonna go with the Red Sox <laughs> as well. <laughs> All right, so we got yeah. the Red Sox moving on. So who are they gonna play in the American League Championship Astros, Series? Astros, man. Roll it back for a second. Roll it back for a second. I'd like, I'd like, firstly, to put my uh, my stamp of approval on preemptively on the whole Houston Cleveland series. I think if you can, if you can remove context from it, where obviously the World Series will be the highest leverage series, just from watching uh, a series of baseball being played. I think that that Houston and the Indians might be the most fun matchup of this entire postseason. Grote, I mean, they're both great defensive teams. They're fun to watch. The Indians have always owned Verlander, haven't they? When he was in Detroit, they've always hit Verlander. For the most part, Yes, they have. That's that's interesting. Kluber-Verlander, game one. Yeah, no, I think... I don't think Kluber loses that. I think probably... Probably the... the, Talk about a Hall of Famer in Verlander. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I, I just uh, man, Kluver's got that mean thing to him, man. It's he good. Just, it's gonna be good. You, it's gonna be good. Two points, point oh two points off an ERA between both those pitchers. You know, it's a sixteen and nine Verlander. I mean, Kluber got twenty wins. He's, we know what to expect from him. But also, you're talking about a team coming in the last ten games. They've only, they've only won four. Right. They're limping in. I, like, their their record the is so much worse than what it should be this year. Uh, think about how much better all the records are for the Red Sox, for the Astros. 
for the Yankees, for the A's, yep. 97 wins. What did the Indians finish at? 80... Yankees. No, they got no, 91 what? wins, I think. The Indians finished... Oh, Indians were 91 and 71. I get that, yeah. 91. Yeah. So 91 then, wins. It's, going up to 100, it's not 100, a bad, 103 it's, it's wins. It's not a bad finish, for no. sure, but it's, it's not an exciting one. Especially, it's not what you expect. Especially, but I think once and you that division especially was given that the division is not They got 19 of, games yeah. against the White exactly. Sox, the Tigers... The Royals and the Twins, that is 76 games. That's half their schedule against four non-competitive teams, basically. I think the Astros' bullpen's a little bit more reliable. That starting rotation's a little bit better. I mean, it falls off a little bit. It's funny to look at, like, My winning pitchers in the NL against winning pitchers in the AL. Like, the, how many pitchers in the AL have double-digit wins compared to a lack of that going in the right. AL? Right. It's just, like, where those struggles are for both sides of those divisions. But... I think it's going to be a dogfight. I think this goes the full series. I don't think anybody bows out early in this. Man, if we get a Verlander Kluber game five, that'll be good too. That'd be awesome to follow up on. Yeah, for sure. I, I think there's just so much parity in the way these two teams come together. And what about there's, Correa? There's like a there's like a, a, a very similar vibe to them that when you know either one of them, if they if they get up into top gear, they they feel unstoppable. They just they feel like a force of nature. Well, the last just, two I World Series are representatives of the American League for a reason. I just yeah. feel if like Astros can find a way to jump on them early and get the early lead that they're going to control and dictate Does that Carlos game. Does Carlos Correa's back injury concern you? A little bit. He seems like he's going to be dropped in the order until he shows that he can do some damage. Yeah, he's going to get a little bit so of risk coming to this time. that's pressure to it. guys like Bregman, who's yeah. been unbelievable this year. Yeah. Uh, Altuve, who hasn't been as Altuve as he has been. He's and, had his uh, moments. You've seen those little bright spots from last year, but not who, who's the other guy that I'm thinking of? Emphasis on little. <laughs> for the Astros. <laughs> Real who's the other bat that, for the uh, Astros? Springer. Springer. George Springer. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, um, I think Springer, or uh, excuse me, Correa would be more concerning. Uh, or rather, yes, I am very concerned that Correa's performance is not going to uh, be commensurate with his talent level. We're going to find think, out he was really I think hurt that the at the beginning of the year when we were looking at the Astros lineup like how could they possibly be beaten mm-hmm. we were projecting Carlos Correa to put up numbers, numbers similar to what Alex Bregman has put up Lindor. and we were expecting Bregman to put up numbers that were very similar to what Correa has put up. So they they kind of like Bregman's emergence has good has point. softened the blow of Correa not being the guy that Very we thought point. he was going to be. But he's still, you know, the production that we expected from that lineup is still there, and it, it may be coming from a source that we weren't expecting, at least not for another year or two. Like we all knew Bregman was going to hit. Like he beat down the door of the MLB as hard as any guy has recently, and we're in the age of like Chris Bryant and Ronald Acuna. Yeah. So we're so, trying to get a consensus on who's going to win this. I, I I I I can't. Pick right. anybody but the Astros here. The Astros games. are two, but it's close for me. I got, I, I, I got to go with the Astros. Yeah, they they I'll hit I'll that they hit that little slump, kind of like after the midseason, after the All Star right break, time. at the right time. But they rallied well. They came back. They still got 103 wins. Uh, if it's, but if, if the Astros come out of this, it's going to be because of Garrett Cole and Dallas Keuchel. So that's, that's, that's one. That's that's where I see it. I think. So you think it'll be? A long I think series? Kluber Verlander. Slight advantage, Indians. Does Bauer have any impact on this series? Positive or negative? Uh, I, I like Bauer. I, I feel like he has, like, has a good chance to put up. I, think, I don't think that he's going to rival Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole has been, you know, just, I, I think they have. I think Carrasco's going too. Oh, Carrasco's going too. So it's yeah. going to be Bauer and, Bauer and Keuchel. Bauer might be able to win that matchup. 
Um, that's sort of more dependent on which get Dallas Keuchel shows up. I'm taking my star as um, Verlander. I think the Indians could eat, could win this series. I do. I, I do. I, I think absolutely I've agree that that, that uh, you know With Donaldson added into that lineup. If they catch fire, if they now, catch fire, the, you know they can beat anybody. Absolutely. So you got Donaldson and Carnacion in the middle to go with Lindor and Jose Ramirez. Ooh, that's scary to go with yeah, Uber, Carrasco, Power. If Andrew Miller's pitching well. If Mr. Brad Hand can do his ninth inning thing. I think it could go either way in the AL for any of those games. We're talking I like mean, pa- Indians, but I think yeah. there's a group we're going to go after. I mean, you're talking power rankings. They own the top four out of the top ten yeah. in the okay. league. You got Astros number one. You got Red Sox number two. So yeah, you got the final four. I, I believe that, you know, athletics are ranked eighth. I think you could put, easily put them up to six. Yeah. You know, it's just going to be a strong, strong battle between all those teams going into the playoffs. So we have an MLB Final Four set in the National League. We have the Dodgers at the Brewers. Who wins that series? Brewers! Dodgers. <laughs> uh, based on my limited knowledge, um, i got to go with the Brewers. He's going with the fan decision. Johnny, what you think? It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I, the um, Brewers have the home field, so the first two games. I just think if Brewers get through the Cubs, that train, that excitement, that town is going to be rolling, yeah. and it's just going to be taking it to a whole new level. If the Dodgers can only have to use Bueller once in the in the Braves series, and they can start start him one of the early games, and potentially use him, will use him twice, and potentially maybe three <coughs> times in the series, they need him out of the bullpen at some point. That might be an X factor. Um, I feel like Milwaukee's bullpen is going to get used too much, and at some point they're going to run out of run yeah, out of steam. Yeah, I hear that. Well, they pitched I, by committee. We all know I, that. I, I mean, they used a lot. But there's three guys. The, there's three guys: the the Knable, the Josh Hader, and yep. the uh, Jeffress. They're three guys that they're going to lean on heavily, very heavily. And if they're going to beat the Cubs, they're going to be leaned on extremely heavily. So, at some point, there's going to be a failing there. But the Dodgers' bullpen I, I, isn't I, I great either. I feel like the I feel like the Brewers. I feel like the Brewers are going to be. Would be able to victimize their first round opponent, whether it is uh, whether it is the Cubs, Cubs. or the, uh, the Rockies, Rockies. If we're wrong, yeah. I feel like they can exploit the pitching on those teams to a degree where I don't worry about Milwaukee's pitching. I don't think that the Dodgers' starting rotation is as easily pickable. I, th- I think that Rich Hill. I think that too many of these games Engine are going to be low scoring and close. Maybe not low scoring, but close. I think there are going to be too many close games, and I think you're, I think the, the the Milwaukee starters get exposed, and the Milwaukee bullpen has to do too much of the lifting. Exactly as they, he said. So I fall behind. Well, here's, here's I, yeah, I just don't. I don't think at, at the Expect end of the day, like this. Yes, this is a different game than our grandfathers used to watch. But I still can't get over. I, I still, I still can't see any evidence against the the the, the old adage: the pitching wins championships, man. The, the Madison Bumgarner. They as well only have one double digit winner. On that. The Milwaukee bullpen is not the same when they're de- behind. That's yeah. what they were saying today on the broadcast. We, the broadcast. I mean, we know that. The Brewers want to get ahead early, and then yeah. that puts that bullpen in full effect. So if the Dodgers do, like you're saying, jump ahead on those pitchers, the, bull- the Milwaukee bullpen effect isn't going to have the same, same effect. I think that series probably goes six or seven games and is a really good series, but I'm leaning Liam here on the Dodgers. You, you can, guys both have Brewers. We you can talk me into it. I mean, it, it, it's just you, you don't have 
many double-digit winning pitchers on both sides of the ball. Hill is 11 wins for the year. But it's just the way the Dodgers play. They'll step up. Like you said, they they have that experience of injuries. They have the bats. Does Machado have any, like, impact on any of this? Does he need to, though? So they they have a right-handed lineup. They have a left-handed lineup. They have guys like Bellinger. They have guys like Muncy. Jock Peterson in the playoffs. Justin Turner. Machado. Of their offensive adjustments. Well, guys, let's not lose sight of the fact, too, that that – this is looking a series ahead as well. So how long the next series go is going to have um, a huge yeah. impact on who starts. And Our what reputation is being staked on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody who's listening to this is we can't afford hanging to lose on our endorsements. Word. So let, let's – it, it, so, it sounds like you guys are both Dodgers. Dodgers. For the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, Dodgers. We're gonna we're gonna have to go. Dodgers. Should we bet on a dinner on this if it comes to it? between this side and <laughs> yeah, that side. Yeah, absolutely. Take us you know we'll know, we'll know this. in a week. This is our first. Week, yeah, you know, we'll dig so. in. Right, we talk about it. But if it gets to that point, I bet right now. I bet you two guys. If Nesson wants to jump, that Brewers take this series. Okay. I like that. No, I mean, I, I, <laughs> it's like, what I was saying. Don't is, leave me is, quick. Is for the for the uh, for the official podcast pick. We'll go ahead with the Dodgers. But Marty and I are gonna maintain a. Uh, like a silent hope. Antagonistic. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so if it does come to pass that the Brewers have the mojo, the small market bonanza, let's see what happens here. I'm going to call this win for the Brewers a deep, gluttonous wish. Yes. Does that work? Yes. Okay. So right. we'll, so if the Brewers win this series, or, I mean the Brewers even have to get to this series, but if the Brewers win this series, so we're going to do something really mean Four geniuses speculating right now. <laughs> That's like Dodgers are in the World Series. <laughs> all right, so we got right. the American League, and this, this is the matchup that I think all the baseballs been waiting for all season long. Houston Astros going to Fenway Park, battle of the Boston Red Sox in their 108 wins. Victor goes to play at the Dodgers in the World Series. I'm going to say right now because Who's moving you, on? you know I love both teams, but I'm going to say this right now before we even get the picks. I hope this goes seven games. I hope it's just like – that's everyone's hope. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just hope this just is just like like what the Dodgers and we and want Astros Sale like. and Price and all those guys to be at their best, right? I want I want one night a thirteen to eleven win and one night I want like a two to one victory or two to zero victory. I just want to see like so much drama in this series. I'm 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 chomping at the bit that this is where we get in the AL East. I mean, yeah. Here's what I say. I know I was pessimistic on the Sox Yanks. However, if the Sox do get past the Yanks and I'm proven wrong there then I'm willing to go with them for the rest of the way. They need to show me something first. I mean, show me something first. Yeah. So and, and they, I, under, and I, and I, I think they, they'll take the action. Lift the dress, give you some promise. Exactly. Okay. I, I understand that, that aspect. And, and even, in my, even in my sort of uh, rosy opinion of what's been going on with this lackluster last month of Red Sox baseball where, you know, I'm just believing that it was Cora intentionally letting his foot off the gas pedal to keep guys fresh going in, like... I understand there's a huge uh, risk in that strategy. You know, you can't just, like, turn down the gas on a fire and then expect that you'll be able to come right back to it. Um, I still – what I come back to for them is is the last time the games mattered, they were electric. And so I'm going to base it off that. But, yes, I I am in agreement with you that if they lose at any point in this postseason, it will be the first round. If they're going to get knocked out, it's going to be while they're trying to get their groove back, so to speak. Yeah. If, they can, if they can get past the Yankees, 
Seems uh, to make especially sense. if they can get past the Yankees with minimal drama, like a, a, a fairly contained three or four game win, then I don't see them losing again to any team left in the postseason. I think I think the Yanks ha- are the last chance to stop the Red Sox. I think Fenway Park is is getting those stands, and you know everyone in Boston will feel like, is feeling exactly that same way as well. A little trepidation about that first round series, but if they get past it, and those first two games against the Astros, Astros in Fenway Park, the stadium will be rocking. Yeah, rocking. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Not saying it won't against the Yankees, but like I'm saying, there's trepidation there about this team. Yeah. They get if, past they go, if they get down early in the Yankees series, like even just early in the first game of the Yankees series, oh, yeah. like Fenway is going to have a very They're gonna fucking freak out. uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Feeling it's be to tight them because they haven't, they haven't, you know, they <laughs> haven't seen well. the fun Red Sox in, in a while. Starfish. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be. I I really I I yesterday. <laughs> I think Sale. Uh, I, I I think Sale does enough to win Game One. Uh, I think he should. I think he's just too damn competitive to not. Um, and once that confidence happens, uh, they get into that series with the Astros. There's no way that – I don't think they take it in less than six games, but I think the Red Sox have it. I think they just have – they have all the weapons. And they'll they'll have offensively. They'll have they the have down. fun with the game. They, they appear to – they appear to uh, – you know, get in that like unstoppable playground mentality the same way that these Astros did last Once year. That I'm not sure rolling. if I see in them anymore. I agree. That's why I'm um, concerned about them against the Indians. Like the Correa is not the same. Altuve yeah, has been the same. Altuve is not the same. Because Altuve against because the Red he's, Sox the, thir- in the, he's the thirty million year. dollar man now. Remember him in the playoffs? He, yeah. You couldn't get him out. Right. He was Christian Yelich at this time last year. Yeah. But he but Yelich didn't home runs. But you could get him out. It was ridiculous. Like, you can't pitch the guy. He's so tiny. He's so How do you get strikes in a guy like that? He's just exactly. He's, he's one, of, too, one of my favorite baseball plays I've ever seen in my life was Altu- uh, uh, Jose Altuve hitting a foul ball. Uh, he the there was a hit and run called with not a particularly fast runner on first base. It was, it was purely a Altuve can get the bat on it call. And the pitch was a solid 11 inches over Altuve's <laughs> head. He jumped six, seven inches off the ground, tomahawked, got the bat on the ball, and fouled it away safely. And it might have been the best display of hitting I've <laughs> ever seen in my Hand life. Hand icon. That the little man is... <laughs> Unbelievable at this game. I think they. I think they. I think they gave him thirty million dollars a year at the beginning of this season, and they've had him in bubble wrap. He hasn't been stealing bases like he did. I don't think he's lost his speed. I think he's lost the green light because he was out for a little while too. There's that. That's what's affecting his contact ability right now. But from the very beginning, and I, I was all in. I had Altuve as my number one keeper in my in my my baseball league that I'm very competitive with every year. Uh, so I was following him closely, and he was putting up all the same numbers first half of the season, all the same numbers roughly that he had the year before, just zero risks. They, they're not giving him that green light to steal bases anymore. They're not giving him that, that, that go-get-it-on-the-extra-base. The they don't have him stretch that double into a triple anymore, and those intangible, exciting things that make you want to watch baseball and gets, gets the crowd. So we're taking the Red Sox because it seems like the Astros have... 
maybe lost their edge a slightly, a little bit. Yeah, I think I think uh, and that leaves the door I think open if for the Red Sox to take it. If it wasn't for the emergence so, of Alex Bregman like, like, and the and the sa- the the saving of Garrett Cole's career, I think that this would be a very different conversation we'd be having about this Astros team. The guys that were on the team last year and carrying the team have pretty much across the board taken a small to medium step back. And they're still in it because of some, some new faces. Verlander maybe being the exception there. But, like, the guys we were so excited about are still – they're still great still, plays, and some of them are still all-stars. But they're not doing quite what we thought they were going to do this year. And I think they have lost team that, also we're talking that about. hunger a, a little bit. That's a 103-win team coming off winning a World Series. They, they responded. Still good. This is a championship team that can just – well, we're picking take the, Red the gov- Sox here. Take the governor off. And, we're all picking the Red Sox. We here. are picking the Red Sox. I didn't get much time to talk about that, but I'm telling you right now, it's going to be like it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be an awesome series to yeah. watch. If, like you said, if we if we get through the Yankees, that momentum we steamroll, that's going to be a different, confident Astros team that's going to walk in and say we can take these champions mm-hmm. on. Regular season's out the door. Let's just play now. So that leaves us. With the Dodgers coming to Boston and Brewers one. I was just gonna say, <laughs> if, if Milwaukee wins, they go all the way. Yeah, it might, we could have Milwaukee, but didn't we consensus to choose the Dodgers? Though? We did, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. man, you don't. How, how do we feel about a Dodgers Red Sox World Series? I think it's great for TV. I exactly. think it's a lot of travel. I'm sorry, I forgot it was baseball and not hockey. Oh. <laughs> What, your postseason lasts for like four and a half months. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, well, that's only because they play four seven-game series like real men every other day. Wow. Okay. okay. And we play outside, so. <laughs> <laughs> Can't play until November. Anyway, Dodgers, so got Dodgers Red, Red Sox. Sox. Red Sox have home field advantage. What are your thoughts, Johnny? Dodgers coming off a heartbreaking World Series lost in seven games last year. Make it back to the World Series this year. And still outmatched. Yes or no? I don't know. It's, it's, I don't this think, is I, tough. This is why I'm, I'm a little stumped. Did right we here. think the Dodgers were going to compete with the Astros like that last year? They, they took me a little bit by surprise. We, they, they were coming because, in hot last year. Because if the Dodgers get there, like if the Red Sox get there, they have some kind of mojo going on. They're going to have probably oh, Kershaw. They already got, they already got Kershaw the mojo. The, the start Bueller, that they went on? Bueller would, have, yeah. w- Bueller would have been getting them there, and now the hitters are hitting. They that look like they're going to repeat what they did last but year. But their best hitters, aside from their best contact hitters, which are Machado and Turner, but their best hitters are left-handed, I, in my opinion. In my opinion. You know, their left-handed right. lineup is their best lineup. Okay, so who are the, what is our best starters? If we get to the World Series and we'll have gone through, you know, Sale and Price will have been a reason that we get there. So they're yeah. going to have to match up against them. Yeah. In that situation, I say advantage Red Sox. I, uh, I'll agree with you there. I think uh, this one is especially hard for me to call with any certainty because, A, uh, the Dodgers are another example of that team that's coming with that perfect combination where uh, they were humbled early in the year. They didn't play up to expectations. Mm-hmm. They, they got past what, what most of us believed was the point of no return, and we're like, oh, the window's closed. They, they can't play well enough no, to we make the playoffs. No, we forgot to mention 
Brian Dozier and Yasiel Puig. Yeah. He's been on fire. Yeah, he, absolutely. I mean, but he's so, you don't even know what to expect from that guy. But I mean, in September, he was on fire. Yeah. He loves he's big, he loves big flashy lights. That's definitely true. Um, they have yeah, more man, talent than the Red Sox, I think. I, no. Really? You would go that far? Offensively, I think, I, yes. I think, oh, I, uh, I mean, their players would go for more on the open market than the Red Sox yeah. players would. Probably. Maybe so, I but it, I, I think we plug our players in the right. I mean, I don't know. We can go back and forth against the that. The thing we forget long. about the Red Sox, and I'll admit this, is, is everyone overlooks it. Everyone, except for inside baseball people who are hip to this now. The defense of the Red Sox and how damn good it is. But, like, the regular generic fan, nobody think, even thinks about that. All they think about is the lineup, the starting pitching, the bullpen. Yeah. Nobody even looks at the defense. But That's why smart I think GMs, the Yankees. Smart yeah. GMs, they look at it and they say, the defensively, they cover Manny Machado, all the Manny ground. Machado is a net Absolutely. negative at all, shortstop right. this year. Right. Absolutely. So that's the one thing that if the Red Sox do get this far, the defense will carry them. That outfield defense is amazing. Yeah, uh, agreed. I think um, another thing that makes this one tough to call is... Uh, I think the Dodgers, of all teams come, that could come out of the National League, I think the Dodgers will be would have the smallest tr- amount of trouble uh, uh, changing to the DH. I was just thinking they that. have I was so just they have that. so that much hitting on that bench. Yeah, that you know, there's a there's a lot of really good National League teams that don't actually have a bona fide ninth hitter yeah. to go in for that pitcher spot when they do interleague, but um, I mean, the, the Dodgers are going to be able to put like almost uh, almost a, a top tier American League starter, quality yeah. DH starter into their yeah. lineup for when, they're in fan, in, for when they're in Fenway, and that's, that's frightening because they, they're, they're going to they're going to adapt to American League rules a lot better than our pitchers are going to adapt to National League. Yeah, but we got one advantage. We got we'll Porcello in the Dodgers National League, though. Is our hitting coach is Tim Hires, and he was the former Dodgers hitting coach. So okay. How recently? Can, last year. Okay. So if anyone can help, no, no one understand how to attack those hitters and what the weaknesses with the, are. With the Astros, exactly. the same actually. That's, Maybe there's some inside info that'll help them. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, fair enough. He's the I mean, Frank Wright of pitching coaches. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's sounding to me, with limited time left to go, that between it's it's pretty evenly matched, but uh, between the uh, Sox getting a little bit of the favor on uh, Alex Cora and um, defense, defense, and also, I mean, I know you brought up the point that. <clears throat> the Dodgers match up well with the American League rules, um, it cannot be overstated that they have home field advantage and therefore, you know... Yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean that they adjust to Fenway or, right. you know, that's that's an environment... How how many of the Dodgers squad have ever played in Fenway? You try to take they one in well Boston. Fenway. Yeah. Don't give up any in L.A. and take one from Boston. You're sitting... All right. You know, so, so, true to, uh, so true to advertisement, uh, Homer takes, hashtag passionate sports talk. Well, you know me, we are, John. I have the Red Sox. I'm scared shitless, and I have the Red Sox losing in the first round. But <laughs> if they don't... I have them winning the World Series. Winning they the get World Series. It. We just got to get past this little bugaboo. You're a man of fine print right. and conditions. I'm we, sure you'll find a reason on? after they win the first series to tell me that the sky is falling. No, be, no, because, <laughs> no because they'll prove me wrong. I've been through this every year with you, John. 
I've been there through they all. They all me wrong. 2013. You worked with me in 2013. You I was not Mr. Negative. I was David Ortiz and cured cancer and saved the world. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. He's just precious. All right. I got, I, got, I got the Red Sox all the way through this. I think it's just been a magical season for them. I think they, they find it in, against that Yankees series. If I think they just roll out of that with you know so much confidence, and, and they're going to just... It's going to be a dogfight against the Astros coming out of that, but it's also going to be a dogfight with the Dodgers. I'll tell you, if the Athletics win that wild card game, the Sox are unstoppable. They're going to win that first series in three, and it's, it's just gone from there. I think it, it's really the Yanks. The Yanks, are, the Yanks are the rest of the league's last hope to, to, to get these Red Sox stopped. All right. Who wins World, uh, World Series MVP then? Ooh, boy. That's such a good question. I must spit on my beer. Do we have a double up? Do we have a regular a regular season MVP and a World Series MVP be the same? When was the last time? Uh, we if cover, ever that's ever happened. we got to cover this in like four minutes if we're going to do we're that. we're done. But we just... Is it Mookie Mookie? Mookie wins regular season, Mookie wins... I think Mookie... Mookie's got to win the regular fall, season. I think Mookie falls to the LeBron effect in that everyone expects everyone expects him to be so good that when he is that good, no one gives him credit for being that good. He splits it with J.D. Xander Bogarts. I think it's going to be either... It's either going to be um, a starting pitcher who wins two or more games in the series. What if it's so David it's gonna, could be Chris sale, Sale. It could be Price. You could what if uh, it's David Price. You could, they could surprise you. It could be Rod or something. What will Boston fans do if it's David Price? They uh, hate him. Really happy. <laughs> relish him until the <laughs> relish him until the first game next year, and yeah. he loses. He's like, oh, they, they would just they would just use them. For okay, I, how about in this world? Last second, last hottest take of all, David Price. Your World Series MVP, you wake up the next day a Red Sox fan, do you want him to opt out of his contract? No, I like David Price. I think he's been good. You think, he's on, gonna, you think he's gonna stay good? For, I'm on Team David Price. You yeah, think he's, he's reinvented good himself for that, for that long. <laughs> yes, he's reinvented himself. Okay. Three, three, more, three more. I kind of. I mean, my storyline is I love this. Yeah. I, I I love that he's doing well because he might actually believe that he's worth more money than he's making here, and he might opt out. And this may end with Liam and John Kissing. They keep leaning in, leaning in further and further towards each other. I hope there's tongue. The price is right. Okay, so the Red Sox beat the Dodgers in the Epic World Series. Epic? Is it Go 7? Yes. Yeah, it sounds Absolutely right. Go 7. All right, that is the 2018 MLB preview delivered. All right, there we go. Not Book a moment it. to spare. We don't even need to watch the games now. No. <laughs> we'll tell you later. Go Sox. All right, guys. Take it easy.